Recruiting is the lifeblood of any successful coach. Hear from one of Green Bay's best recruiters in this week's Flashcast. Welcome to another edition of Flashcast. I'm Craig Sandlin. I'm joined today by Jeanette Waldo, Associate Head Coach of Green Bay Volleyball and the Recruiting Coordinator. And today we're going to talk about a topic that a lot of fans are interested in but maybe don't always have the insight uh, into that maybe they would prefer. And so we're going to talk about recruiting today, Jeanette. And uh, I know that's a big part of your job and um, recruiting in general is the lifeblood of coaching and it's how you maintain your success over the years. and um, But even in your short period of time as being a, a coach and specifically here at Green Bay over the last three years, it's changed a lot, the recruiting world. And um, you're recruiting kids earlier and earlier now. And so talk about how you start identifying potential recruits and what that process looks like. Yeah, um, like you said, it is, it is starting way earlier um, than it used to. Um, you know, I think one of the tools that we use to identify girls in an early age is um, having camps on campus, whether they're clinics, you know, one-day things, or over the summer where we get them for multiple days, they stay overnight, um, and then obviously those give us a better opportunity to get to know them and build a relationship a little bit better. Um, but, you know, I mean, so we're going out and we're looking at, you know, freshmen, which would be what we call class of 2020. Um, we're looking at those girls, and we're not necessarily extending offers out to them right now, but we're definitely identifying them. And, um, you know, we have a database that we use, um, and we tag girls as we go out and, and watch them. So, you know, there's codes, and every every program has their own codes of what means what. I mean, there's a, all of the, the symbols of a deck of cards, you know, that you can use, and then there's a star. And, you know, so, so everyone has their own little way of uh, identifying girls but then you write comments and you know you you write we need to keep an eye on her and and things like that watch her as she continues to develop or you know offer her now get her on campus you know things like that to keep us on track of of what we need to do with each girl so it's it's really interesting I mean there's some that are no-brainers you know as freshmen because they've got a really great skill set you know they're going to get better um you know it also depends on what kind of club they're in um if they're in a really great club that we know is going to be really consistent and has, you know, has had the same people running it for years and years and we know how they, you know, what their, what their progress has been with other girls, then obviously that's more of a safe bet. Um, if they're part of a, a club that we've never heard of, you know, then, then it's a little more of a gamble. Is she going to grow in the next couple of years like we need her to? So then we just dig a little bit more. We talk to those club directors and we ask them about their stuff we go watch some practices you know to see if if that's something that we want to get involved in or or not yeah so you talk about clubs and, and yeah. clubs are I don't want to say they're a growing trend but they play a significant role in the recruiting process and you see the same thing on the basketball side with AAU mm-hmm. um, and oftentimes those clubs in AAU can be more important than their high school season oh, yeah. because of the level of competition they're playing. So how do you weigh the difference between their high school season and, and a club season? Yeah, we don't have the opportunity to go out and watch high school games hardly at all because our, their seasons are the same as ours. Um, you know, we hope that they come to the games of ours when they can, but uh, it's easier for them to come to one of our matches than it is for us to go to theirs. So um, for pure availability's sake, uh, we're not at the at those games enough to be able to really weigh that. Um, we try to get to a few 
Um, but club is in our off season and, and it's longer too. I mean, it's twice as long easily as high school. And then, you know, the club teams are kind of, we kind of look at them as all-star teams sort of, you know, I mean, they've got all of the girls from a certain area that all want to play at the same high level of volleyball high school. It might be a social thing. It might be a convenience thing. You know, you're not, you're not playing with a whole team of dedicated volleyball athletes sometimes, Obviously, those programs, you know, have more success in their high school seasons the more girls that they have that are invested in their future in volleyball. But um, so, yeah, so club is definitely our lifeblood as far as recruiting goes. Um, we're, we're just watching them, you know, almost entirely. So if you don't play club, um, you're probably not getting very actively recruited because we just don't have the opportunity to see you as much. Yeah, we talked about you're starting to identify potential student-athletes now in their freshman year. Mm-hmm. Knowing that those potential student-athletes aren't going to be part of your program for another four years, yeah. what are the kinds of things that you're looking for, both as a freshman, but then I would assume also the progression that you can see in them from their freshman to sophomore, junior, senior years? Yeah, um, that's another part of the process that's so hard is that, you know, you can bring them on campus and you could show them the campus and it's probably not going to change it a ton. I mean, there might be some cosmetic changes, you know, in the next four years, but, but then you have a meet your team. Well, <laughs> this isn't really the team that you're going to play with. Um, the girls that, uh, you're going to play with, um, you know, might be committed to us, but they're not here currently on campus. So, um, that's another reason why we try to bring them into summer camp. We try to bring all of our committed girls or girls that we're um, extending offers out to so they can all meet each other and they can get invested in each other. Um, we try to bring them all to, you know, maybe one or two games during the season all at the same time, you know, just, again, so they can kind of get to know one another and stuff. We tell each other, we tell them about each other so they can watch each other play club if they kind of want to get an eyeball on them. Um, that's hit or miss, you know, depending on if they're in the same place at the same time or not, but... Um, but yeah, you have to look for a lot of intangibles, um, you know, and, and hope that those are going to stay fairly consistent. You know, are they excited to get coached? Are they going to be somebody that really wants to get better or do they already think they have it all figured out as a freshman? And, you know, a lot of changes can get made, you know, attitude wise and outlook wise, even from a freshman as well. So I'm not saying I'm going to write them off, but you know, how do they respect their coaches? Do they respect their teammates? Are they respecting their, you know, teachers in the classroom? Things like that are super important to know about the girls and what kind of things are they doing in their spare time when they're not playing volleyball? I mean, now now it's mostly Netflix and, <laughs> you know, and social media and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty consistent. So that's, you know, um, that's stuff that we expect. But, you know, we just try to find out as much as we can about them. And then as they get older, it kind of starts to round out the view a little bit more and, and is this the kind of player that we want to bring into our program and represent Green Bay. Yeah, and social media really plays a big factor in that. <laughs> yeah. and, and social media as a whole, I think, is kind of uh, a growing trend within the recruiting world in terms of not only does it give you an insight into what the player is all about off the court, but it also gives them an insight into your program and mm-hmm. gives them an opportunity to see um, what your program's all about and the success that you're having and, and all of those things. So how are you personally involved in social media? How are you using it on the recruiting mm-hmm. trail? And then how important then is it from a communications department side to be able to help you in your uh, mm-hmm. recruiting process by 
putting out quality content that makes selling your program easy. Yeah. Well, you know, just like as a coach, you want to be approachable to your current players. You know, you want them to be able to come in and talk to you about whatever. Well, same thing goes for people that don't know you yet as a program. They want to feel like your program's approachable. I think the more that they see you in social media, the more that they see you out recruiting, the more that they, you know, just get, get familiar with you, the more of an opportunity you're going to have to get to know that athlete because they're going to feel like they want to contact you. I think more often than not, you know, that's a, the biggest, well, I don't, that's not the biggest, but it's a big part of recruiting is just making sure that the girls see you out. It's, you know, we might have our minds completely made up about a girl. We know we love her. You know, she knows that we love her, but we're going to make sure that she sees us supporting her because, you know, then she knows, you know, it just verifies that. So same thing on social media. You want to make sure that you're being seen, you know. So if you're not bragging about the good stuff that you're doing, then you're not you're not winning. Like, I mean, you're not going to get some of those girls excited because they just need it, bam, right in their face. So, yeah, the... The media department, they put together cool graphics, and that, you know, gets them excited. It's way cooler to look at a graphic and have our players in the picture versus just words. Like, we won today. Awesome. (laughs) You know? Like, they want to see their visual, you know? And so you want cool stuff like that. So um, it's really awesome when they they put together those things. Or, or like, um, you know, they put together graphics that say game day and, who we play and where we play and you know and that helps us get fans you know and so that also helps with a lot of the the success and and build the full picture that we're trying to get to so um when we have camps and clinics and and things like that you know we we take pictures we put them online you know just to have people seeing that we don't just play during the season we do other stuff and so anything off the court you know our coaching staff takes more of the lead on and we take the pictures and we update things and and when we get a commit, you know, we're not allowed to to say, you know, so-and-so committed to us today. I mean, we're not allowed to say their names until they sign on that dotted line their <laughs> senior year. And it's so frustrating. I mean, they can do it all they want to. They right. can tweet about it. They can say, you know, Green Bay's my new home and stuff like that. And we hope that they do. Like, we're excited about that. But, you know, so, so my code word, every time we get a verbal commit, I say, it's a great day to be a Phoenix. Yeah. And so when you see that then you know. And I guess I could just go on and say, we got to commit today. Like, you know. But, I mean, I just I think it's a little bit more fun. And so now some of our recruits right. have caught on to that's what it means. And so I think when that happens, when they decide to commit and it's it's a great day to be a Phoenix and it, they're the source of it, yeah. then they'll get a little pride about that. Yeah, and, and new NCAA regulations now allow you to share some of those posts yes. um, and, and like them. Right. In the past, you weren't even able to acknowledge yeah. them. And I, I think that's huge because then if they write something on their page about committing and then we can share it and it goes on our page, then it's like we did it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and, you know, except for we're just sharing it. So that that's a huge step, I think, for us that we're able to do that, to brag about kind of what we're doing and, and what we're excited about. So, yeah, we can like things, which helps, you know, them feel supported because I know like you know on Instagram they want to know how many likes they got on this one picture and and you know all that stuff so you think it doesn't really mean anything because it doesn't mean as much to us right like I don't I have no idea even how many Facebook friends I have like yeah. I, I just don't know you know right. people it's have asked people have nowadays. asked me I have no idea or how many people liked something and right. I have no idea but um a lot of girls 
do know I got 72 likes on this picture. <laughs> I need to take more pictures like that. <laughs> well, and it all it all goes back to relationship building, right? So yeah, yeah. by being able to share that, we're trying to build that relationship a little bit more, even more. But it also gives other potential student-athletes an insight into the type of people that you, they could potentially be playing with. Um, but even more so, I mean, you all have to build a relationship with the players, but beyond that, you're building relationships with club coaches, with yeah. high school coaches, um, with with other entities across the country that could ultimately help you recruit. And social media just gives them and your potential student-athletes another way of building a relationship even without direct communication because they're able to really maintain a day-to-day what's going on with the program because right. of it. Right. And, and so relationship building as a whole um, is a vital part of what you do. And so how are you going about building those relationships, whether it be with club coaches, with potential student athletes, all mm-hmm. those things? Yeah, I mean, I think just like I kind of said before about being seen, I mean, I think club coaches want to see you too. And they, yeah, communicating is good. Picking up the phone and, and talking to them is is a good thing for sure. It comes in a close second. Um you know, it's, it's way more powerful than emailing them, hey, we like this kid, and that's the only time I talk to you is when I like this kid, you know. So I think going to practices, talking to them, getting the inside scoop on, you know, what's down the pipe, you know. Oh, I have this 13-year-old. Yeah, I know she's 13, but you want to keep an eye on her, you know. Like, the, knowing that kind of stuff is, is cool to know, and you're not going to find that out unless you're at the practice and you're ready to just spend some time and, and hang out or maybe go out for a meal after you know, the, the day of playing is over and just talk volleyball for a little bit. You know, I mean, uh, a lot of them, you know, are, are the club directors especially usually are pretty volleyball nuts, you know, and that's why they got into the whole animal that is being a club director and, and having to, to deal with so many different balls up in the air at the same time. So, um, yeah, so I think face-to-face communication is, is key for sure, um, you know, calling them on the phone and, and all that. And I think that the better relationship you have, the more – you're going to get so much return on your investment. You're going to get them calling you out of the blue. Oh, hey, I got this new kid in my club. She came, she, they, her family just moved from wherever, Tennessee or something. Hey, like you need, to, you need to check her out. I wanted to let you know first because I'm really excited about what you guys are doing. Like right. that is, that's huge, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. And a lot of times those club coaches are really the key in terms of you being able to get in touch with some of these potential student-athletes. Yes, and yes. because of the, the rules that are in place, you're not able to directly contact a lot of these kids mm-hmm. unless they're the ones contacting you, in which case then you can talk to them. And so that communication with the club coach really is a lot of times your only communication then with the potential student-athlete. Yeah, I mean, I think when I... I'm still doing it now, but when I first got to Green Bay, I mean, that was my first order of business was getting on the phone with all these club directors in the area and just basically asking them what their current view of Green Bay is. Because, I mean, I wanted to know what they would tell a potential recruit if they asked their opinion, you know, or how excited would you be to pass on an email from Green Bay to your athletes? Because some directors are great and they just, you know, blindly send them on because, you know, they, they want them to have all of the information, but some of them filter because they want to try to protect the girls. And they're like, well, I don't, I don't know if I want to send this email to you because I don't know if it's what you're looking for, which is frustrating, you know, and, and so you hope that you have a better relationship with the directors that they don't filter anything and just give them everything that, um, you know, that comes their way. But, um, yeah, so without them, 
you know, we need them. We yeah. need their help, and we need it. So I think I, I – so I talk to them on the phone, and I make sure that, that they know that we're – progressing in a great way I think it's, it's important that they all know how we did this past season and what our recruiting class looks like in 2017 that we're so pumped about um, they need to know that so then they can say oh yeah I think Green Bay has some good things going on I think you should call them back you know yeah. stuff like that I mean that's yeah it's it's vital that they that they help us as much as possible well ultimately you're trying to sell Green Bay for sure I mean and at times, those club coaches can almost act as a sales rep for you mm-hmm. if you have the right relationship. So you talked about it a little bit. How excited are you to share information about Green Bay? What's your view on Green Bay? But for you personally, what is your, and I know we could probably talk about it for hours, but <laughs> yeah. um, your pitch on why people should come to Green Bay? I mean, what are the things that potential student athletes want to hear about that make Green Bay such an attractive place that allow you to have the recruiting class that you have coming in yeah. this year? Well, I mean, I think uh, – I tr- well, I try to get them on campus for sure because I think that our team and them hanging out with our team really sells the be- the best. You know, they want to know who they're going to play with, and we have great girls, and they have fun. And so I think that, that if I can get them here, then – and they see our campus, and they see our amazing facilities, and they see our girls and stuff, you know, So, and get to spend some time with them. I think that's ultimately the best sale, the, the best sell that I'm going to have. Um, our facilities are amazing, so I tell them about them. I tell them how new they are, I, but I encourage them to go online and look at pictures. If they're at a computer or if they have me on speakerphone, I have them look at them right there with me mm-hmm. um, so they can go, oh, yeah. And I'm like, right? You yeah. know, like, so I can make sure that they do it, you yeah. know, because I don't know if they're going to do it as soon as we get off the phone or not. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that that's something because you spend so much time, you know, playing on that arena floor and in the team room and in the locker room. I mean, you want to know what that that's going to look like. You know, the rest of the stuff isn't as important, but... Um, you know, I tell them that you can have the best of both worlds at Green Bay. You know, you're in a city and there's lots of stuff to do, but you're kind of in your own bubble on campus where it's all surrounded by nature and, and paths. And, you know, so it's real serene. It's safe feeling. You know, it's so pretty, especially in the fall. I mean, you know, it's volleyball season when the, the trees are amazingly gorgeous. <laughs> so that's not a coincidence. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I think I talk about that, you know, and, and that can reach girls that want to live in a city. That can reach girls that want to live, you know, kind of in the middle of nowhere that, that grew up in a small town. So I think that's a good, that's a good pitch, I want to say, to, to any kind of athlete. But it gives them a, an idea. Um, you know, I talk that we have a golf course on campus. That's a cool thing that not a lot of people do. They don't have to be golfers to think that's cool. I mean, look at the, the team that went out this past year and went golfing this past summer with right. you all. and. None of them were good, no, and they will they, admit it. They got their money's <laughs> worth for sure. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure the the sun came and went while they were out there. But um, but no, I mean it's another fun thing that they can do as a team. But you know, a lot of them have dads that golf and stuff, and so it's like, oh, they start to build this picture in their head of what it would look like if they were here. So maybe they're biking through the paths of the trees, or maybe their parents are coming to visit and dads going golfing while they go shopping in the mall, or. You know, and then I talk about obviously the the feel of living in you know Packer Nation and what that's like. You know, you've got a town full of sports fans just ready to be at sporting events. You know, mm-hmm. and the more that we win, the more 
of that we get at volleyball games. And then if you want to go to Packer games, most of the time we have enough balance at our school that, you know, that's usually your day off on Sundays. And so you could go to a Packer game if you wanted to. I mean, there's a lot of bigger schools that sell their football program. You know, oh, the student experience. Oh, this football thing is so awesome. And yes, I believe it totally is. Are you going to have time to go to it? In a lot of cases, no. On a Saturday when right. college football is you're played, gonna, probably yeah, not. Because you're That's when be, you're playing. Right. So, you know, I mean, I think that there's, you know, at a lot of schools, you're going to be able to pitch some things. Now, is it entirely 100% true? I don't know. What I'm telling them is 100% true. I mean, you can have balance, too. You can do your thing. You can be really great at volleyball. And you can have a life here. So that's attractive if that's something that, you know, they've never really thought about. Um, There's some athletes that want it to be eat, breathe, sleep, you know, nothing else but volleyball. And then that's great. You can do that here, too. (laughs) If that's what you want to do, I mean, you can do extra stuff. You can, you know, we can cater to that. So um, there's a lot of great things that you can sell about Green Bay. You know, I think, you know, Sean just our head coach getting a a five-year extension is a huge deal. That's something that I talk about because they want to know about stability. Um, So, you know, I can can say that to recruits way down the line, you know, that he got this five-year extension. He's not looking to move anytime soon. He's going to be here. He's excited about Green Bay. And so I think that that's – that's something that's easy to sell as well. I mean, you, you want people that are totally invested in the program. Yeah. And the program as a whole is moving in a great direction. Yes. Obviously, year one under under your leadership and Sean's leadership, a five-win season, knowing uh, you were yeah. coming into a tough situation. and But to where you are now, winning 20-plus games, making it to the finals of the Horizon League Championship, yep. and each year showing that progression over the three years that you've mm-hmm. been here, Obviously, you're never going to be satisfied, but you have to be happy with the direction that the program's going. Oh, my gosh. we're Yeah, we're so excited. And I think that that's what's allowing us to get the level of recruits that we're getting now. Um, we have a lot of interest from girls that, you know, you go online and you see that we win five games two years ago. You're not excited about Green Bay, and I totally get that. Um, you know, it was a hard place to be, but... Um, yeah, so now with all of the strides that we've made, I mean, we're so excited. We we don't expect anything less than that championship game every year, and I think that Green Bay is going to be a place that, you know, it's kind of what we do is we win our conference and we go to the NCAAs. I think that that's where we are now. Our girls are not satisfied coming in second after a five-set match, you know, and our girls are so driven right now. I mean, I just don't think they're going to settle for less. So I think another part of the pitch is here you're, I mean, you're competing for championships and to go to the NCAAs every single year, period. Yeah. So you can go to a bigger school in a bigger, you know, quote, bigger conference. I mean, you can do that if you want to, but if you're battling to not be last, then is that what you want to do or do you want to come here and be a champion right. you know i mean that's pretty exciting to me so um yeah so the the direction we're going is is amazing and and it's really exciting yeah and recruiting something that we could probably talk about for hours but i yeah. think ending on that high yeah, note there yeah. in, the, in the direction of the program and, and knowing what the expectation is moving forward is a great place to stop and Jeanette, i want to thank you for for taking the time and joining me uh This week, you've been listening to Flashcast. I'm Craig Sandlin, and Flashcast is a part of the UW-Green Bay Podcast Network. Continue to tune in each week as we take a deeper look into the collegiate athletics world. Thanks for joining us.